The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Welcome, welcome, political bomb show. Three two three eight three five one one two three political bombs dot cf another rainy day Yesterday I went to go see the Equalizer number two. Awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. It was different than the first one, but it was really good. I enjoyed it. It had a, a solid plot, lots of mix of action, deception. It was really good. I liked it. I definitely recommend it. If you like the first one, you'll definitely like the second one. So, uh, and if you've never seen the first one, I think you can safely watch this one because it's not like some, like, for instance, The Lord of the Rings, how you had to watch part one before you watch part two sort of thing. This one, you don't really have to because they're completely different storylines. So you don't have to uh, really watch it. So um, let's start with some news. Uh, so... President Trump is exploring stripping security clearance of ex-Obama officials. I say it's about time. This should have happened ages ago. This should have happened ages ago because they are definitely not friends of uh, the United States. They want to overturn the election, and they're doing everything that they can to uh, to make this fake uh, witch hunt, get rid of the president. So uh, I say it's about time. So let's see. President Trump is looking into revoking the security clearances of several top Obama-era intelligence and law enforcement officials, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said on Monday, accusing them of having to politicize or monetize their public service. Absolutely. She made the announcement on Monday in a press reference, and uh, I agree with that. He's uh, Sanders said Trump is considering it and is also looking at the clearances for other officials and Trump critics, former FBI Director James Comey. That should have been done. Should have been done. Uh, Andrew McCabe, that should have been done. James Clapper should have been done. Susan Rice should have been done. All these names should have been done. What are you waiting for? Michael Hayden, 
again, all these people, they shouldn't be having clearance. So um, I say it's about time. It's about time. It should have happened ages ago. It's common sense. So uh, Cohen gives feds 12 recordings. Let's see what this is all about. Cohen, that's uh, basically Trump's ex attorney. Oh, oh, I think I got a sneeze. Hold it and hold it. In. Okay. Didn't want to sneeze. Okay. Uh, prosecutors have at least 12 recordings by Trump lawyer Cohen. 12 recording audios seized from United States President Trump's one time personal attorney, Michael Cohen was turned over to the feds. Prosecutors on Friday, according to a filing, a filing in the federal court of Manhattan on Monday. They included a recording of a conversation between Cohen and Trump two months before the November 2016 election, whose existence was made public last week, in which they discussed buying the rights to a story by a woman who said she had an affair with Trump, according to Rudy Giuliani, one of Trump's lawyers. The other recordings are conversations of which, in which Cohen mentions the president to someone else, Giuliani said. In the September 2016 conversation, Trump and Cohen discussed paying the parent company of the National Enquirer tabloid for the rights to a story from a former Playboy model, Karen McDougal, Giuliani previously said in an interview. Giuliani also said that the conversation which held at Trump's office in Trump's tower and that Cohen used a hidden device to record the conversation. This is... I thought he was a friend of the president. This is horrible. I mean, you did that to him. You've been his, his uh, attorney for how many years and you use hidden devices? You're pathetic. Giuliani denied that Trump had an affair with the model Karen McDougal. He said the tape would show that Trump made clear that if there were going to be payment, it should be done by check, which would easily be traced, Giuliani said. The payment was never made. So uh, that's Michael Cohen for you. Michael Cohen. All caps war. Um, this probably is about Iran and Trump tweeting against each other. And uh, let's see what happens here. President Donald Trump explosive Twitter threats to Iran's leader comes and as his administration is wretcheting up wretcheting up a pressure campaign on the Islamic Republic that many suspect is aimed at regime change. No one is predicting imminent war, but Trump's Billicos all caps challenge address address the president Hassan Rouhani 
followed a speech by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo in which he accused Iran's leadership of massive corruption and widespread rights abuse and urged Iranians to rise up in protest. Both, let's see here, both the tweet and the speech landed less than two weeks before the administration will begin reimposing sanctions on Iran that had been lifted under the 2015 nuclear deal, a dumb deal. In the meantime, the U.S. is stepping up for Rossi language or farce language, outreach that is intended to support Iranians demonstrating against the policies of their government. Trump tweets doesn't appear to have been prompted by any notable shift in rhetoric from Iran. It could have been an impulsive reaction to reports from Tehran quoting Rohubani, Rohani, whatever the hell is, I don't care how you pronounce his name, as given the U.S. and repeated reminder that conflict with Iran would be the mother of all wars. I would guess that's probably why Trump tweeted that. His tweet simply said in all caps, never ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences, the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. That's pretty swift. So we'll see. And I'm pretty sure that he is not like President Obama where he draws a line in the sand and if you cross the line, he does nothing. So we shall see if uh, Iran shall respond back to that. Consequences few have suffered. Oh, I think I just read this is a different... Let's see, is this still the Iran thing? But the, the, yes, it is the same thing. So we talked about that already. Um, Mother of all wars, we talked about that. Uh, the Venezuela, inflation to reach. Uh, one, is this 100, 1 million by the end of the year, it looks like. After it gets past a certain amount of zeros, I get confused there. Either a million or billion, I'm not sure. Hey, let's open this up and see what this is. Um, so it seems like a heat wave might be coming back. I know I heard a story yesterday about where I forgot which part. I think down south somewhere where it's going to be like 120 degrees, 118 degrees. That's like hot. Yeah, it is, a, it is 1 million. Venezuela's inf- inflation to reach 1 million percent. That's insane. IMF forecast. Venezuela's inflation will skyrocket to 1 million percent by the end of the year as the government continues to print money to cover a growing budget hole. You hear that, liberals? And you want us to do that here in the U.S., which to some a certain extent, we probably do print money. Um that's not the way out of a, of your problem. You have to rein in spending, cut taxes, and so, so forth. The International Monetary Fund 
predicted this on Monday. The crisis is comparable to that of Germany in 1923 or Zimbabwe in the late 2000s. So it seems to be something that's not good. Not good at all. Let's see. Judge grants immunity for five witnesses in Manafort case and releases the names. Let's see which names are these. Hmm. Judge grants immunity for five witnesses in Manafort case. Trial delayed until July 31st. So let's see here. This is a CNN story. I have to say a disclaimer with CNN because every anything they say I take with a grain of salt or half a grain of salt because they're horrible. A uh, federal judge in Alexandria, Virginia, has granted the request for five witnesses to testify with immunity in the criminal trial of former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. U.S. District Judge T.S. Ellis is also ordering special counsel Robert Mueller's team to tell Manafort's team that nearly 30 witnesses it is going to use in the trial. In addition, Ellis delayed the start of the trial, originally scheduled for Wednesday to July 31st. Jewelry selection will begin this week as scheduled. One question potential jurors will not be asked is how they voted in 2016 presidential election. Of course, people can be fair and impartial no matter who they voted for. Ellis said, yeah, right. Not liberals. Liberal could never be fair. Get out the hell out of here with that. The, the jury will consist of 16 people including four alternates. The five witnesses, yeah, they wait all the way to the end to tell you the five witnesses. The five witnesses granted immunity are James Brennan. How could he be? He's, oh boy. Donna Dugan, Connor O'Brien, Cindy Laporta, and Dennis Rico. Court filings do not provide details as to what each will be testifying about. So there's that. There is that. Um, da, 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 da. Trans dismisses threat, says won't dare attack. What is this all about? Let's see. Uh, Iran. Let's see. Some more Iran stuff. Iran dismisses Trump's threat. Says he won't dare attack. General Golam Hassan. I can't pronounce this. Whatever the heck your name is. Downplays U.S. presidents tweeted. Worn as simply. Psychological warfare against Tehran. Okay. Let's see here. 
in first Israel fires two David sling interpreters missiles intercept intercept look see what this is about here war this is coming from the Jerusalem Post and it says here sign me up later please stop with the stop with the freaking pop-ups already no matter how many pop-up blocks I have on here it still goes jeez this computer is killing it Lord, it's running so slow, but I do beat it up. I run this computer to death. I never turn it off pretty much, never give it a rest. But I don't think computers originally was meant to be turned on and off anyway. It's meant to stay on. Anyway, the Syrian rockets landed in Syria. Israel suffered no damage or injuries from the rockets. Uh, that's pretty much... All I'm gonna say on them story take taking too long to load up drive me crazy. Affairs with Gaza mount despite truce. Let's see here. In Gaza and Israel, war fears mount despite truce. Okay, let's see what's going on here. What is this? Come on. It says here in, in Gaza, after seven chaotic and violent hours, quiet returned to Gaza Strip overnight. Yet on Saturday, civilians in the Palestine enclave and Israel remained rem remained fearful of the potential for a new war. The fatal shooting by Palestine of an Israeli soldier during protests along the border Friday sparked a widespread wave of Israeli bombing with three fighters from Gaza's Islamist rulers Hamas killed and dozens of targets struck that's good you mess with the bowl you get the horn as they say uh, let's see 2.5 billion pounds of meat piles up as production grows exports slow let's see where this is this is a story from the Wall Street Journal. It says here, da, da, da. come on, with the pop-ups already. Meat is piling up in U.S. coal storage warehouses fueled by a surge in supplies and trade disputes that are eroding demand. Uh, federal data coming as early as Monday are expected to show a record low, a record level of beef, pork, poultry, and turkey being stockpiled in U.S. facilities, rising above 2.5 billion pounds 
uh, agricultural analysts that U.S. consumers' appetite for meat is growing, but not fast enough to keep up with the record production of hogs and chickens. I like chickens. The leaves that leaves the U.S. meat industry increasingly reliant on exports, but Mexico and China, among the largest foreign buyers of U.S. meat, have both set tariffs on U.S. pork products in response to U.S. tariffs on steel, aluminum, and other goods. U.S. hams, chops, and livers have become sharply more expensive in those markets, which is startling, starting to slow sales, industry officials said. The meat industrials, the meat industrials, I'm so tired. The meat industries growing production already is filing the specialized warehouses built to store meat and all the goods. We are packed full. Why don't you give some of that stuff to the homeless? Give some of the stuff, meat to the homeless. Like the ones who who uh, have human feces all over San Francisco. How about giving them some meat? I think they could they should, um they deserve some meat, don't they? I mean, San Francisco, they should get some meat, shouldn't they? I think they should. Because then again, the meat, <laughs> the meat may, uh, the meat, <laughs> all right, never mind. The, I'm getting kind of gross there, but the, the meat might just cause more feces basically on the streets of California, don't you think? I think so. San Francisco Get a clothespin Wear a clothespin on your nose If you're going to San Francisco Wear some plastic on your foot So you don't get feasty on your foot I have to throw that in there. I'm sorry, but they deserve it. Anyway, uh, so the meat industry is growing. Production already is is pretty much uh, out of control here. And their stockpile in it may bring down prices, which is good, I guess. But how long is the meat going to stay there? I mean, I don't like I like the fresher the meat is to me, the better it is. So I prefer to eat fresher meat than to have something that's sitting in a warehouse forever and then I get it. I mean, no, I don't want that. So anyway, uh, San Francisco, huh? San Francisco. They send, I say, send the homeless some uh, meat over there. They could use some meat over there. I want, you don't think that they can? They're starving, aren't they?
In the streets of San Francisco Gentle We'll be right back. What if love had no consequences? What if a simple action could turn into a catalyst? A smile, a handshake, an invitation that led to something big. You're given a choice, routine or change. Consistency or temptation? Would you call? And what if that invitation, that handshake, that smile, triggered a rapid cycle of desire, disgrace, and doubt. Would you hesitate? 75% of teens have sex, which will account for 750,000 unplanned pregnancies this year. 45% of teen pregnancies end in abortion, costing taxpayers $9 billion. What if the desire, the disgrace, and the doubt led to something big. Would you pause and rewind back to that smile, that handshake, that invitation, and stop? At this point, mm -hmm. education is the most important mm -hmm. thing in your lives. The successes of tomorrow are built upon the actions of today. It's just So anyway, I looked the principal right in the eye and said, all right, quit. <laughs> so he says, I'm going to fail. Ooh. I said, I flunk. <laughs> and then, I give him one of these. Just one question, Mr. Lesworth, one question. Lesworth, just one question, one question, Mr. Lesworth. Chaz, what are your plans for the future? Education lets you live your dreams, so you don't have to dream your life. Tough it out. Stay in. You titled the segment, Calling the Kettle Black. First of all, I'm not calling you black. You're unbelievable. What I'm trying to do is get a cl clarification on your stance on the things that you have made known. And that is not calling the kettle black. All right, so... Um I'm going to give uh, Rayshawn one minute to respond to that. 
I'm absolutely outraged by what he just said that a fetus is less less significant than pet. I, I just it's hard for me to even compose myself in a civilized manner by by what he just said there. A fetus is more insignificant than a pet? Are you kidding me? Keep it. Okay. Here. Uh, keep it. Exciting talk show that educates listeners while giving common sense opinion on politics, news, and a variety of topics. Be a guest on our show by visiting politicalbombshow.cf. Be a guest on our show by visiting politicalbombshow.cf. Welcome back to Political Bomb Show. So, lots of stuff going on in the news today. Let's see where we left off here. Um, so, uh, Stormy, Stormy's back in the news. Stormy files for divorce. Oh, I wonder why, you're cheap skank, you're dirty, filthy. Oh, I don't want, don't even get me started on this. Has been washed up old hooker. Let's read this story. Huh. And, uh, hmm. Let's see here. The woman at the center of the p- political scandal, Stormy, Stormy Daniels, will soon join the single life. So I really do have to wonder why she's going to join the single life. I mean, it's about time that that this guy left her. I mean, she's a filthy whore. I'm in love with a stripper. Are, are you really in love with a stripper guy? Why did he, did he even know that she was a stripper before he married her? A hooker? A stripper? Where what is she? A stripper, a hooker, both? I think she's a little bit of both, actually. But let's um, let's continue uh, reading this here. Uh, so Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, lives in Fournay, wherever that is. Her husband, Glenn Crane, filed the petition for a divorce on July 18th in district court in Kaufman County, located just southeast of Dallas. In his 13-page divorce petition filed July 18, Crane alleged adultery as grounds for the divorce and seeks sole custody of the seven-year-old daughter. He should get custody because she's going to turn her into a hooker like her if she, if she she gets her way, and child support from Clifford, as well as disproportionate share of the couple's community property. And uh, Clifford's attorney, Michael Avenatti, tweeted that the performer is vehemently disputing the accuracy of the filing. Avanti also said Clifford is asking for privacy. My client Stormy Daniels and her husband Glenn had decided to end their marriage. Avanati, well, it doesn't sound like you both. It sounded like he wanted a divorce. He's the one who filed it. So don't make it sound like, oh, it's mutual. It's not mutual, you skanky old washed up hag. So anyway, a petition for the divorce was filed last week. And 
that's that for Stormy. Stormy Daniels, what a piece of work she is, huh? What a filthy piece of animal she is. She is lowers of the low, isn't she? The sunlight in my room, so little warmth I felt before. It isn't hard to feel me glow. I watch the fire that grew so You see, I knew I wasn't far off on this, so there's more stories on Stormy. I knew that I was just being facetious, but it happens to turn out to be true. I see a story here. I said, keep the daughter away from her so she don't turn her into a stripper. And uh, there's a story coming up here that, uh, let's see here. That's he, one of the reasons is she wanted to take the daughter to the strip club. So... Yeah, that's and she's seven years old. Have you no shame, Stormies? Uh, I guess you don't have any shame. So yeah, there's. I was just being facetious, and I happened to turn out to be true. That's one of the reasons. Wow, what a lady, huh? Burger chain ad depicts journalists awaiting ISIS execution. Let's see what this is about. Which burger chain is this? Z Burger Chain. I never heard of Z Burger Chain. What is Z Burger Chain? But anyway, Z Burger Chain is on the fire for a Twitter ad depicting James Foley executing. No, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me read this again. Z Burger Chain on the fire for a Twitter ad depicting James Foley execution and a burger. Let's see. I never, I've honestly, I've never heard of a Z chain. Is this in, even in the US? I've never heard of them. Uh, well, I guess it is. A DC based chain Z burger is being heavily criticized for a tweet over the weekend that basically they showed a photo of a murdered American journalist, James Foley, awaiting execution by ISIS in 2014 with an image of a burger, hamburger. The message from Z Burger reads, when you say you want a burger and someone says, okay, let's hit McDonald's, underneath the image of Foley was a message, you disgrace me. The tweet has since been deleted. Unbelievable. Unreal. Unreal. Not much more I could say about that. Just unreal. Uh, Texas power used to break another record doing heat heat wave. So I'm, I guess one of the heat wave I was talking about is Texas, I guess. Yeah, Texas power used to break record on 
Monday doing a heat wave, and heat waves are continuing today. I'm not sure if it's ones in Texas, but I remember hearing about heat wave going up to 120 degrees. That's hot. Mm. Whether or not that's with humidity or without humidity, that is hot. You could literally cook an egg on, on a sidewalk. That's how hot that is. That is too much. Too much. Tremors shove Washington westward offers clues into next big quake. Huh. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Well, well, well. Look who is in the news again. Zuckerberg. 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 So we have Sucky Zucky again in the news. Sucky Zucky. Let's see what he's blocking now. It says here. Facebook blocks link to women's rights group after trans transphobia. So what? So what? You have heterosexophobia from from other people. Why does don't do they block them? I mean, this is just ridiculous. I just don't like it at all. Let's see here. It says here, Facebook blocks links to women's rights group after transphobia complaint. The group supporters have blasted the campaign as a disgrace and accused Facebook of suppressing free speech. They are suppressing free speech. Facebook has been slammed for censoring a feminist campaign group after it was accused of transphobia. Women's Place UK campaigns for women only spaces and raises concerns about transgender people being able to self identify as women. I've already spoke my piece on that before. I call them man made women. If you want to have the title women, I'm going to put man made in front of it because you're a man made woman. You're certainly not from God's green earth, you're from man made's green hands. And green, I mean by money. That's why they do it. They don't care about you. They want to just, they butcher you because there's money in it for them. So the social network temporarily blocked links to the website over the weekend, citing user safety as the site was malicious. This morning, our supporters are reporting that Facebook posts which link to our websites are being removed tweeted the group the reason give the reason give given is that they may be in breach of community standards they are not we would urge you to visit our website and read the post and decide for yourself its supporters blasted facebook's clampdown calling it a disgrace and accused the site of suppressing free speech. Only fake news and hand hard Brexit is allowed on Facebook. Women's rights are bad. McKay tweeted one user. The move coincide with a Twitter post from 
user at mimmymom, whose profile indicates the account belongs to Helen, who is passionate about acceptance for transgender people and trans kids. So there you go. Mr. Zuckerberg at it again. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Stupid sucky zucky. I just I just can't wait until they go the route of MySpace and they're irrelevant. It's ridiculous how they get away with the biasness. Speaking of biasness, the Washington Post owned by Bezos. Trump clobbers Washington Post over claims he's impatient with pace of North Korea nuke talks as he warns owner Bezos Amazon that post office might end its cheap shipping rates. They should. They should end it. He shouldn't be getting it. It, He's a monopoly. He needs to, that company needs to be broken up along with Facebook and Google. And I did my talk about this before. So President claims Washington, see how they put claims? Claims, he said it. The hell up with your claims or alleged. Hate when people put that in front of me. The president alleged, the president claims, Washington Post botched a story about his impatience with North Korea nuclear negotiations. Insists talks are going smoothly and says it has been nine months since Kim Jong-un last tested launch in nuclear-capable missiles. Trump pointed out that the Post owner is Amazon.com chief Jeff Bezos. Bezos. He has long complained that the paper is a lobbying arm of the retailer. It's true. Gloated Monday that the Supreme Court ruling will force Amazon to charge sales tax, making it less competitive. Good. Trump also warned that the U.S. Postal Service could raise Amazon's shipping rates. Good. It should happen. Sick of them. I'm sick of them. Sick of all of them. Everyone. Oh, calm down. Calm down. I am sick of them, though. They, they get me upset. Let's see here. What else do we have in the news? Anything in the news? Anything in the news? Removes 400-year-old topless Jesus pointing over nudity rule. What is this all about? What is this? Let's see here. Facebook mocked for removing 400-year-old topless Jesus painting. Are you this is unbelievable. They attack Christians and heterosexuals That's all, and, and conservatives. That's what all Facebook does is attack, attack, attack. Zucky, zucky. This is why I call them sucky, zucky. You know what? Stop blocking me from seeing this stupid thing. Hate that. Uh, 
Let's see here. Uh, da, da, da. The move comes after Facebook removed one of its ads featuring Ruben's famous descent from the cross painting. The organization responded by making a video entitled 16th Century Ruben's Paintings versus 21st Century Social Media Regulations. The video featured uniformed FBI social media inspectors patrolling an art gallery and asking visitors whether they have social media accounts. This seems pretty funny. Any who admit to using social media are shepherded away from paintings featuring nudity and towards those where all of the subjects are fully closed. Wow, unbelievable. And um, one inspector says, we have to protect you against nudity, even if it's artistic in nature. In an open letter, Tourism Flanders invited Facebook chief Mark uh, Zucky Zucky to a meeting over a cup of coffee or a Belgian beer to discuss its regulations. The letter re read, we have noticed that Facebook con consistently rejects works of art by our beloved Peter Paul Rubens. Even though we secretly have to laugh about it, your culture censorship is making life rather difficult for us. Yeah, that's why I say they're, they're a monopoly. They got to be broken up. They can't be the only ones because it's like you're stuck, like you can't go to anyone else. I mean, I don't use them anymore. Like I mentioned before, I use them just for my political bomb show, but I don't use it for my personal account anymore. Uh, see, a Facebook spokesman replied that it would be more than happy to discuss the issue, saying, we gladly invite tourism Flanders for a coffee. Facebook insists that posts featuring nudity and art are never removed from the site, although it admitted that guidelines for advertisements were more strict. Yeah. You're full of it. You're so full of it. I this guy is so full of it. I just can't stand him. Oh, I can't stand him. You know, I wish he would just you know what? I wish Sucky Zucky would move far from here and go way, way away from here. But that won't help because he still runs a company. So it's ridiculous. I can't I don't know. The guy is really a pain in the butt. I mean, he shouldn't be allowed to monopolize this way. Why don't you move to Africa, Zucky? Tonight, she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. 
said she's coming in 1235. Moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. I stopped an old man along the way, hoping to find some old forgotten words or ancient melodies. Huh. He turned to me Interesting. and said, Russia considers a fake news law that would find social networks. You know, this is good, I think. Rains over here too. Yeah. So Russell considers fake news law that would find social networks. Under it, websites would be responsible for deleting inaccurate user comments. No, I don't agree with this at all. No, you can't find them. It, you can't control what someone says. And as so, so many people, millions of people on these social sites, you can't find every comment and delete all the fake ones. No, I don't like this at all. That's 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 not good. Uh-uh. Not good. Russia is considered a new law that would allow government to punish websites and social networks for user posts deemed inaccurate. The New York Times reports. If passed, the new law would require websites with more than 100,000 daily visitors and a comment feature to remove inaccurate information posted by users within 24 hours. If they don't comply, the site could face a fine of up to 50 million rubles. That's equivalent to 793,000 US. That's it's ridiculous. I mean, if that law passed, honestly, if I owned a website, I wouldn't even allow it to be in roster anymore. That's ridiculous. You can't control what someone uh, says in a comment. That's ridiculous. It's, it's just it's just stupid because you can't. You, you know you would have to hire more personnel to sift through all the comments. You know how much comments goes in a web? Are you kidding? No, that's crazy talk. I am not down with that at all. I am definitely not down with that, Putin. No, sir. report from the hill hollywood urges congress to bring google to testify let's see what do they want them to testify on i wonder oh i wonder 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 so this is the story from the hill like i said here a growing number of hollywood professionals are urging congress to bring google executives in to testify in a move similar to when facebook sucky zucky was compelled to testify after its company data scandal. Last month, 
the group Creative Future and the Independent Film and Television Alliance sent a letters to the House Judiciary Committee and the Senate Energy and Commerce Committee, urging them to bring the internet surge giant to Capitol Hill. The official letters had 90 signatures on them. And the group resent the letters Sunday after that number grew to 154. The industry believes that platform companies like Google and Facebook don't take enough responsibility over what happens on their services, enable, enabling widespread uh, illicit activity, including online piracy. Ruth Vatel, the CEO of Creative Future, says the con- that Congress should step in to make the platform legally liable for illegal content found on their sites. Hundreds of millions, I know that happens a lot on YouTube. I myself, I'm guilty of on my, uh, not Fire Stick, but on my um, Roku, I watch plenty of stuff that uh, I'm pretty sure it's pirate as far as movies, but mostly I like um, I like subtitles movies not not from from America from different countries, and I like to watch them. So I'm pretty sure that's probably on there, not legally. I'm guessing, but I don't know. Who knows? <clears throat> uh, earlier this year, President Trump signed a congressional bill rolling back some of that immunity by making it easier to target internet platforms for allowing online sex trafficking on their sites. Oh, that was a good thing. So I'm not again, I am actually with them on this companies like Google and Facebook. They have to rein in. Amazon has to be reined in They They're too big. They're, they're a monopoly. So, uh, yeah, I, I say, yeah, bring them in, put them on the hot seat, but not that anything happens with, with when they're on the hot seat. No, look at Sucky Zucky. I don't think anything besides looking like an idiot, idiot moron that nothing really happened to him. So, yeah, I don't see any, uh, I don't see that anything is going to come of it anyway. What is this? President to seek repeal of California's smog fighting power. Let's see what's this about. What is this about? Smog fighting power? Is this a global warming type crap? Let's see. It's got to be. That's what it sounds like to me. The Trump administration will seek to revoke California's authority to regulate automobile greenhouse gas emissions, including its mandate for electric car sales in a proposed revision of Obama's era standards. Yeah, that's ridiculous. According to three people familiar with the plan, can't force someone to drive an electric car. If I don't want a damn electric car, I shouldn't have a damn electric car. The proposal expected to be released this week amounts to a frontal assault on one of the former Barack Hussein Obama's legislative regulatory programs to curb emission 
nuts uh, that contribute to climate change. Yeah, climate these nuts. How about that? Climate change, my butt. The hell up. Shut up with your stupid fake news or fake science in this case. Let's see here. What is this? What do we have here? Uh, huh. He does look kind of nat- kind of Brady body shamed on socials, called out of shape after beach photo surface. He does look out of shape here, actually. I don't care. I'm not that big on football anymore. Although I must say when I went to arena football, that was great. That was fun. They had everyone came out standing for the for the um the Pledge of Allegiance and there was no one in the locker rooms. It's a great game. So uh yeah, let's see. Chicago Mariel candidate hands out cash to potential voters. Okay, if this doesn't seem are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So, this guy gives away cash, and and they're saying it didn't violate rules. Are you? It sounds like bribery. Hey, vote for me. Here's a ton of cash. Yay, take it. Chicago mayoral candidate Willie Wilson says he wasn't trying to buy anyone's vote. Yeah, when he handed out close to two hundred thousand to churchgoers. The millionaire businessman said Sunday's appearance at the new convent Missionary Baptist Church was nothing more than one of the biggest property tax relief assistance. Okay, maybe I'm wrong about this. Let's see. Let's keep reading. And uh, so let's see. The Illinois. Illinois State Board said that Wilson didn't break any campaign finance laws because the money came from his nonprofit foundation. Okay, so maybe I, maybe this is a little bit different. I, he was giving aid to people who needed it. So, so I take back what I said. See, jump in the gun before I read the full story. Google Translate warns of a populist, a pop, a, a populist in end times message about why is this thing acting funny? It's like I swear sometimes someone's controlling my computer. It's, the page is moving by itself. It won't let me really read the story. None of these things never happened before I started doing my show. It makes you wonder. Things that make you go hmm. Things that make you go hmm. The pages are just moving by themselves. Well, you have to, to see this. The, literally, the pages are made, moving by themselves. I don't understand what's going on here. Huh. Anyway, um, let's see here. Da, da, da. Let's see if I can bring the story back up. Let's see. Um, da, 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 come on, where's the story go on me? Did it disappear on me? All right, let's see if I can. Where was I? Come on, this thing is driving me nuts. 
<sighs> what was I even reading? All right. Concerns over HIV resurgence do dominates. Let's see what's this about here. Uh, in Amsterdam, concerns over an HIV surge is in the countries where strict laws cause drug users to share virus-laced needles where were raised Monday at a World AIDS Assembly in Amsterdam. Isn't that the capital of, of weed, I think? And I remember from some funny comedy with the, uh, well, never mind, the Guantanamo Bay, a certain type of sandwich that they were forced to eat. That was a funny movie. I can't think of, oh, uh, what's his name? Omar? I can't think of the names right now. Anyway, that's a funny movie. But uh, some 15,000 delegates, researchers, campaigners, activists, and People living with the AIDS-causing virus gathered for a five-day war council amid dire warning. So that's not good, sharing needles. I mean, it's not a good thing. It really isn't. It's not. I'm Sasha. I'm Josh. I'm Sandra. I'm Matt. I'm Maria. I'm Aaron. I'm Desiree. I'm Pedro. I'm Marcos. I'm Victor. I'm getting an HIV test because I didn't use a condom. Because I'm getting into a new relationship and I want both of us to be safe. Because I shared needles back to my party days. Because my husband had an affair and I just need to be sure. Because I've had an STD and I'm more at risk of contracting the HIV virus. Because now that there's a rapid oral swab test, I can no longer use my fear of needles as an excuse not to get tested. Because it only takes 20 minutes and I can finally stop worrying. And it's free. Because I want to have kids and I need to know how to protect my baby. Because I care about him. Because I care about him. Because I've got my own personal reasons to question my HIV status. What's your reason for getting an HIV test? Go to erasedout.org for the other reasons you should get tested today. That's erasedout.org. Get tested. Get treated. It's free.
Like most victims, Julie knew her killer. It was her son, who was sitting behind her without a seatbelt. After crushing her to death, he sat back down. Set fire to your hair, poke a stick at a grizzly bear, eat medicine that's out of date. Use your private parts as piranha bait. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. Get your toast out with a fork. Do your own electrical work. Teach yourself. Liberty and freedom. Text us now, 323-835-1123, or contact us at politicalbombshow.cf. Welcome back, Political Bomb Show. 323-835-1123, politicalbombshow.cf. Back to some more wackiness in the wacky world of news here. A star is born. 
to world premiere at Venice Film Festival. That's not that wacky. That's not what I was referring to. There's more stuff here that's really insane. But let's see. This is from the Indie Wire. It says, A Star is Born, confirmed to the world premiere at Venice Film Festival, jump-starting Bradley Cooper's directing career. So I guess he's a director, and she must have done well with the whatever. Let's see here. Okay, I don't... Um, I'm going to stop reading it right there because I hate Lady Gaga. I don't care about Lady Gaga. She's one of these persons that I don't want to hear from my actors. I don't want them to be an activist, basically. And whether they are far left or far right, I want them to act and do their job. I don't want to hear anything from them. So I'm going to be biased and close this story out. If you want to read it yourself, you could go to IndieWar.com and look it up. It's called A Star is Born. I don't care. And it's my show. If you don't like it, so what? You don't have to listen. Lawmaker strips down, screams N-word on Sacha. Hold on. Let's see. Uh... This is a story from the Daily Beast here. GOP lawmakers Jason Spencer strips down, screams N-word on Sacha Baron Cohen's Who is America? Oh, this is some type of a show. The second episode of Baron Cohen's Showtime series. This is another one I don't care about. I don't care. Uh, it's, they're so not funny. Not something that I'm wasting my money on. I only I only keep Showtime because there's certain shows like Ray Donovan that I like to watch on there. So other than that, I don't even pay any attention to to Showtime. I haven't been watching Showtime in ages, ever since um, some of my shows went off the air there. All right, come on, stop doing this. It's moving around on me. I'm gonna have to run my virus protection. When the show is over, passenger pees on floor in cabin as the plane refuel. Are you kidding me? A woman at that. Having a whiz. Shocking moment. Female passenger wheeze on the floor of a whiz air flight from Britain to Poland because the toilet was engaged. The woman was filmed relieving herself in the cabin of the flight from London, Luton to Polis, capital Warsaw. And I'm, I'm seeing the pictures. She literally is doing this. This is insane. This is insane. This is all from the sun, but the footage is right there. I mean, she literally is peeing on the floor. Wow. Um, huh. The woman is seen relieving herself on the flight from London while complaining that she was not allowed to use a toilet during the takeoff. So, 
So if if I'm if I'm reading this or looking at this correctly, because I was, I can see the pictures of the video here. There's no one using the toilet right now, and she's simply doing it in a political protest, saying basically you didn't let me use it when the plane take off, so I'm gonna pee on the floor. And I hope she was arrested. This is horrible. This is horrible. I mean, she literally pulled down her knickers and leggings to her knees, and she tells the person on the phone, you have to help me before the flight takes off. I am peeing in the aircraft. I asked them, cabin crew, if I could use the toilet, but they said I could not right now, so I am peeing in the gallery right now in front of them. Wow, what a sick sicko. She literally have no shame. Remind me of some past liberal guests I had on my show. But we won't go there. Yeah, that's sick. That's sick stuff. Sick stuff. Mm, da, da, da. Yes, it reminds me of a guest who, t- who left me a message saying as she was taking a crap, if I didn't mind talking to her while she was taking a crap. That's the type of people that does stuff like this. Let's see. Chemicals in food may harm children. Well, I've long known that. Dying groundskeeper to testify in Roundup cancer trial. Colombia has billions in sunken treasures off coast, but ownership disputed. Okay, and I think I'm getting to the end of the road here. I'm gonna get to the end of the road. Uh, the average child spends just seven hours a week outside. Yeah, that's really nuts because when I was growing up, we were lucky if we spent seven hours indoors. That's the problem with this. This is why this generation is, is so obese because they don't play outside at all. They just want to stay inside and be on the internet or use their phones. It's just, uh, it's something that's, that's a bad uh, habit. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. I mean, um, when I was growing up, like I said, boys, we'd be, be outside pretty much the all day, just chilling, hanging out. And um, even girls would be outside too. But these days, literally, no no one seems to want to stay in, stay outside at all. I mean, some may say that, oh yeah, um, times are more dangerous. You know, I don't think that's the reason. I think that's a cop out. You know, we so we're coming to a close. The end of the road for today. It's been fun doing with you guys today. You're like my existing family. Yes, we do. They don't make songs like this no more. It's the end of the road, folks. 
on this rainy Tuesday. I remember I told you guys about the movie pass. Well, there's something that AMC have, and there's no AMC theaters near me. Otherwise, this A-list sounds really good. It's way better. You get three movies a week in IMAX or anything you want there, So, and it's only 20 bucks. I would have paid that. But unfortunately, it's the end of the road. Yes. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people.